Yes, you know it. It was written and it was promised. He is risen indeed. Beyond our belief in the resurrection of Christ, nothing else can exist. You seek the the living amongst the dead. Yes, me naughty by nature. Let's give some praise, huh? Yeah, we are reborn, resurrected, revitalized. Health on Joy 99.7 FM. What better day to play Hosanna? Tell a friend to tell a friend. Death has been defeated. Yes, Seven FM. Fashion the gates, we shall prosper. For 
9.7 FM in the spirit by nature, huh? Yeah, we're justified. We can celebrate and sing Hosanna. Live on Facebook and YouTube. It's called Ultimate Health, your ultimate guide to healthy living. Listen every Sunday, 205 by His Grace. We're still in business, talking about resurrections, rebirths, restorations. Yeah, we continue our tale. Today I've got Dr. Michael McCarthy in the studio. Yeah, we did something uh, wonderful. Huh? We considered the, the medical miracle and wonder. Of multiple pregnancies. Yes, twins. You, you, you know it's another OPK class. And beyond, of course. He's agreed to be with us this Sunday, this special Sunday. We're talking about managing multiple births. Twins, triplets, and beyond. Yeah, some really overdo it, right? By grace. So what's involved? What are the complications? What are the... Uh, Specific management concerns, strategies required when you are carrying multiple pregnancies and indeed you proceed successfully to give birth. So tell a friend to tell a friend. We're live on Facebook, YouTube, Ultimate Health on Joy 99.7 FM. I've got Dr. Michael McCarthy in the studio. Doc, great to have you. Happy, nice to be here. Yeah, happy Easter to you. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. And uh, yeah, resurrection. I mean, if you don't believe in the resurrection, everything else that has been written really doesn't add up. Has no basis. That's so true. Yeah. That's so true. Right, 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 right. And we're back in your territory. Resurrection, rebirth, birth. It's all phenomenal. And I've been reading and reading and reading like I always do. And it's so fascinating, this whole area. Of multiple pregnancies, and indeed, we pray that most of them do proceed to multiple births. I've seen uh, terms like multiple gestation and so many other things, right? But we did consider this, and we explained yes. to our discerning listeners uh, what happens when one egg in its development, one fertilized egg in its development, uh, breaks into two or more, and we can get uh, monozygotic twins we learned about two eggs being fertilized then we have the dizygotic and all that exactly. and we went into all the intricacies of multiple pregnancies i'm assuming that uh, our listeners are pregnant with all that information and we can proceed right to look at and consider multiple births 
But let me just start by, you know, going back. So a woman is carrying multiple pregnancies. You raised some of the concerns um, yes. during the last program. Can we just go over them? We did label them with your permission and guidance as high risk or uh, pregnancies of concern. Can we just go over back, uh, some of those quickly and then we'll look yes. at the yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, this, this is really an exciting topic yeah. um, from medical point of view and also from the social point of view. It's a pregnant so topic. It, it, has, it, has, it has a lot of facets. It will deliver. The complications and the problems could be classified as um, those occurring during the pregnancy period, mm -hmm. those occurring during the delivery period, okay. and then for the babies, those occurring, and also for the mom, of right. course, occurring after the delivery. Okay. Um, and, and, and different things are happening in these different spaces, uh, which would be a little different from what would happen with a woman carrying a single baby. So okay. we're kind of comparing um, single to multiple. Okay. And there are differences uh, in these. So in the antipartum anti period, that is before the labor, before the delivery time, right. um, there is the differences have to do with close monitoring because... Mm -hmm. Um, multiple gestations have a worse outcome right. than um, single pregnancies. And, and so the monitoring must be different. Okay. Um, because risk of preterm delivery, shortening of the cervix, preterm contractions, mm -hmm. uh, abnormalities in the growth of the baby, the amniotic fluid, placental issues, and so on and so forth. All those things are going on. Okay. And then during the birth process, the mm -hmm. delivery or the labor or the time the labor ward and so on too, um, it becomes more complex because now you have two passengers waiting to alight. Two or more. Yes, two or more passengers waiting to alight. And so, you know, are, who is coming first? How is the how first one positioned? Yeah. Who is coming second? And um, how are things happening? Um, are we well positioned? Uh, are, we, are we strong enough? Is right. there some something in the way? Are there complications? Where is the placenta? Are we sharing a placenta? Okay. And so on and so forth. Great. And then also comes the, the the risk of increased risk of bleeding, right after after delivery because just because of the fact of the multiple pregnancy, and then afterwards also the babies have more challenges because there's a higher risk of malformations, there's a higher risk of being low birth weight, right, um, and 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 fetal distress and things like that. So. Okay. A lot of uh, a lot increased of risk of problems. Yeah. Right. Uh, 14 minutes past the hour of two. And Doc is telling us the menu is pregnant. Right. So many yes. issues. Um, you have to be critically monitored if you're carrying multiple pregnancies. Yes. You must be critically monitored. And Doc, let's quickly, with your permission, uh, already you've given birth to about four more programs down the line. Uh, if I look at the time now and the issues we've outlined, it's very, very important that we consider each of them. But a woman, let me just ask this, a woman who's carrying multiple pregnancies, does she need to gain more weight? Does she need to eat more? Uh, does she need to present more frequently for antenatal and so on and so forth? Can we look at some of these things? I mean, you're carrying, by God's grace multiple pregnancies okay i'm assuming at this stage where they are considered to be uh viable or healthy right uh what do you walk around like anybody else <laughs> i mean do you eat for three four five i mean what do you do what should the woman who is carrying this pregnancy uh, uh with all these people waiting to alight at uh, the bus stops 
Yeah, you, you've brought in a very important thing, and, yeah. and that has to do with nutrition. Right. You know, uh, the nutrition is very important. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it starts even at the early stage. So somebody with multiple pregnancy may start getting uh, pregnancy symptoms earlier All right. than the person who is carrying one. Okay. And if these pregnancy symptoms happen to be um, not feeling like eating anorexia okay. or severe nausea or persistent vomiting already, your nutrition starts to be compromised because you don't feel like eating. Okay. You just want to eat one kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So you're not getting the nutrients and so on. So already right from the beginning, you are... Uh, disadvantage as far as your nutrition is concerned. Okay. So the nutrition aspect is really important. How we can manage it right from the beginning. Right. The other thing about this is also that the demand placed on the mother's body is more. Right. Because now you have two people or more who are competing for the nutrients that the mother has. I to hope give. the gentlemen are listening. Right. Oh, the, the, the men are usually extremely supportive. Okay. I mean, in my practice, um, the men are fantastic. Okay. I mean, most of the men are, are present, are available, are, mm-hmm. are supporting and so on. And, and, and as you said, this is extremely important because right. the mother is going through something that is not very easy. Okay. It's actually much more difficult than a single pregnancy. Mm-hmm. And so the nutrition aspect is extremely important in helping and encouraging and so on. Um, I think it's important that for a twin pregnancy, a nutritionist needs to be part of the uh, care of this uh, patient. Right. You know, because how do you eat? Okay, look, I can't really eat much. My my tummy is distending too much. And they say we should eat more. Mm -hmm. The nutritionist can come in and say, okay, why don't you eat six times a day instead of three times a day and make your meals much smaller? Right. So you can tolerate them, but you're doing it more frequently. You're doing it every three hours. Okay. And so that becomes easier for you to bear, becomes more interesting. You don't get the bloating and the uh, reflux and discomfort from eating and so on. So so immediately you are eating more, but you're not feeling like you're eating more. Great. Yes. 18 minutes past year to enjoy 99.7 FM. If you've just walked in, walked in literally, virtually, this is Ultimate Health on Joy 99.7 FM with me, Norte by Nature. Uh, yes, uh, we're talking about managing multiple births, twins, triplets, and beyond. Yeah, I don't know how they do it. But I mean, if a woman has four, and um, well, we'll, te- we'll, we'll, we'll check the team sheet, right? Is it just Dr. McCarthy on his own doing octopus jobs? Or is there a broader multidisciplinary team required? Right when we get to the birth, but we're we're picking up the speed gradually. Yeah, how should you handle yourself? Should you uh, be eating more, looking after yourself more seriously? He's confirmed all that. I forgot to add. Right, Doctor Michael McCarthy is a consultant, obstetrician, and gynecologist. He's the head honcho at uh, Chief Slave at Sinos Specialist Family Hospital in Tema Community Six. Right, uh, a very good friend of the program, eh? And those of you who have all these, uh, I don't know, uh, virtual or distant or vicarious crushes, please, 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 he's married happily so. Right, uh, I get these messages all the time, eh? Charlie Papa, no, how are they feel I'm old? Uh, please, let's be serious, okay? If you have any questions, concerns, WhatsApp is 055 We're live on Facebook and YouTube, yes, resurrection, rebirth. And of course, okay, so we've understood this, right? Uh, let me talk about the team and then let me talk about maybe in my layman's uh, understanding, heightened monitoring, right? 
heightened monitoring of the woman and of the fetuses she's carrying, okay, uh, because it's a multiple pregnancy. Um, so who should be in the team that is managing uh, as we approach, you know, uh, birth or delivery and uh, labor and delivery? Um, is it the same routine? Is it you see your obstetrician and so on and so forth? Who, who, sh- who should be part of this team? I mean, there are different people involved mm. and... Um, each person is important in their own right. We just mentioned the dietitians, the right. nutritionists. Okay. Extremely important. We have the midwives right. who are extremely important as well. Of course, obstetrician and the other doctors. Okay. The people we need uh, to remember also are the pediatricians. Right. Because they are going to take care of the babies um, as they are coming out. As we are planning, you know, these uh, um, pregnancies usually tend to end before 37 weeks. Okay. It could easily end It's a high likelihood that you, you, you have a preterm... A pre- preterm um, delivery, delivery of premature baby, yes. Okay. And and so, um, uh, pediatricians are aware of this, you know, they are preparing. I remember we had we had one recently and, um, you know, right from, from 30 weeks, the pediatrician was involved. Right. You know, conversations with the mom get to know what is going on and what to anticipate and so when the call comes at night that this is what's going on this is the emergency the whole team is prepared right we also need to have the psychologists on board right because sometimes it can become quite challenging mm-hmm. you know how to adjust what is going on and so on and so talking about the issues that may happen that look you may get a preterm delivery how do you take that? Okay. You know, you may have certain significant complications, blood transfusion and so right. on. Mm-hmm. So all those things are part. Then we also have the laboratory team that needs to come in. Um, for example, in the nutritionist sphere, we need to ensure that we are monitoring the blood levels because okay. people with multiple gestations are more likely to get anemia. Right. Because of heightened demand and the increased usage and so on and so forth reduced dietary intake of nutrients and so on. So anemia becomes a problem. And also ensuring that blood is available uh, for them in case a transfusion is needed and so on. So there are quite a number of different people who may need to come in as and when needed. So you need to be managing this at the right place, at the right facility, uh, God willing, right? Um, Let me just ask this question before I go on to the monitoring. Uh, I'm carrying a multiple pregnancy, all right? Uh, I have a place I go to and so on and so forth. But um, is it more important for me? I I, I guess the question answers itself. But, you know, a lot of women, uh, if they can, will skip the antenatal and the checks and all those kinds of things. Um, Should I be more serious? And uh, is it likely that I'll require more uh, visits for antenatal checks? Yes, yes, yes. Um, there will be more visits in this case, mm. some more interventions, some more closer uh, monitoring of the various aspects, the, the, the blood, the vital signs, okay. the size of the abdomen, the ultrasound of the babies and so on, checking on the cervix. So there will be more frequent uh, checks uh, here. In fact, these pregnancies are considered high risk. So okay. in the health system that we have, um, they will be pushed up in the ladder of uh, capacity and capability, right. yes. Okay. So, um, if you're at a certain place where you think that you cannot manage this patient alone, you definitely will move this patient to a higher level with more expertise. Okay. And so, it automatically happens 
that as soon as you have a multiple uh, pregnancy, you make sure that they are pushed to the right level in okay. the health system. Great stuff. 23 minutes past you have to Ultimate Health on Joy 99.7 FM. We're considering uh, the management of multiple beds. We've got an obstetrician kind, uh, gynecologist in the studio, Dr. Michael McCarthy. Any questions, concerns, WhatsApp is 055-11-11-997. We're live on Facebook and YouTube. And all those platforms are hopefully are pregnant with your concerns and questions and experiences. Share with us on Joy 99.7 FM. And uh, let me just remind you, uh, uh, we, uh, the, 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 the brand, the station, Multimedia, and uh, indeed Joy FM will be sharing time with, at the uh, 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 Lepers uh, Village, if I can call it that, the Lepers Home, uh, tomorrow. Yeah, we'll be spending time as our uh, observation of our normal uh, Easter soup kitchen. We'll be doing some funky stuff with them there. Mm-hmm. Indeed, uh, in the weeks to come, I will do a program on Hansen's disease. Yes, also known as leprosy. So that all the myths and misinformation will yeah. also be dispelled. But currently, we're managing multiple pregnancies. So we've said this, okay? Uh heightened monitoring we know you do ultrasounds and all of these things um you check for fetal heartbeat and all these kinds of things now there is like a whole orchestra i mean how do you monitor all these things how would you know whose heart is beating and so on and so forth and how important and critical indeed maybe non-negotiable is this heightened vigilance and monitoring well, um, that's an interesting question. Um, as, as you know, um, and, and, and pregnant women know that um, we bring out the tape measure when we are um, doing our antenatal clinic okay. uh, to measure the size of the growing uterus. Okay. You know, and we try to correlate the growth of the uterus with the gestational age mm. and compare it to the previous reading and see, oh, is this baby doing well? Okay. Um, now, when it comes to twin pregnancy, you are not really sure what you are measuring when you bring out your tape measure. Okay. Because you are measuring these two babies together. You're not able to measure them with your tape measure alone, like uh, as a single, right. uh, or measure them separately on, on their own merit. You, you have to measure the entire uterus. Okay. Now, you're not sure, um, are, are you measuring these babies growing correctly? Are you measuring them? Um, are they growing equally? Mm-hmm. And so on and so forth. So for twins... You need to go much further than that. You okay. need to use the ultrasound scan. Right. And then you can measure each baby separately. Right. You know, okay, so this heartbeat is on this side, this heartbeat is on the other side. So when you use your other Doppler machines and so on to check on the heart rate, you would know that you are probably measuring the correct one. Okay. So your ultrasound for twins is extremely important. Right. So that you can look at the growth of A and look at the growth of B and the others. Uh, it takes a bit more time mm-hmm. to do an ultrasound scan for um, multiple pregnancies because you need to delineate them. Okay, whose head is this? Right. <laughs> whose heartbeat is this? And whose body is this? You right. Know? So you need to keep tracking and that, that takes a little bit more time, especially if it's more than two, then it becomes more complicated and, and difficult. So it takes a bit of time, but that's the important part. So once you measure, you're getting an objective measurement mm-hmm of each of the babies separately. And that is how you diagnose some of the problems. Okay. Where one is growing more 
and the other is not growing as much, and then you know that there's that mismatch which can become a, a serious problem. Okay. So in all this, of course, uh, the mother's, uh, should I say, health status and all other things are, are, are quite, uh, should I say, central. If the mother is healthy and so on and so forth, then we expect that the pregnancy will be healthy, but we'll be monitoring all of these, uh, should I say, simultaneously. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And uh, I guess mom will be getting feedback on oh, all yes. of these processes. Or is it just for the, you know, the qualified? Uh, do, do, do you regularly, I mean, of course, you'd have announced to this woman that you are actually carrying more than one. Right. Yes. No. You need to do that right at the beginning. Right. I mean, this so, is no secret. This is um, no secret. It's no secret. I mean, if you do a scan early on, and you find twins, you don't mm -hmm. say, mm, "I'm right. not sure what is really twins." Let me keep quiet and let me uh, wait small. Okay. No, you t you you tell your patient that you well, this, I'm seeing right. two sacks. This may be two 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 babies. Or okay. I'm seeing three sacks. This may be three. It doesn't matter. We know. Is it ever too early to confirm that it is a multiple pregnancy? Do you have to wait for some time for them to? Uh, show up properly or show that they are stable or whatever. Yes, yeah, sometimes it's not easy to, to determine at sure. the beginning. Okay. And so it's a process. Right. So it, it depends on how early you do your scan. Mm -hmm. Definitely at the first time the patient comes in, you need to do a scan and then you know where you are starting from. Okay. You, you, you may diagnose twin pregnancy immediately. Um, but uh, if it's extremely early, you may not even see a gestational sac. And so then, you, of course, you cannot see. Okay. But if you start seeing the gestational sac, then you can start giving information. Right. And, and in my opinion, you should give the information as you go along. Okay. Because things may change. The last time we talked about vanishing twin syndrome. Right. Okay. And well, I mean, the, the client needs to be part of that journey right. so that you can give her the information. She can be part of what is going on. Okay. Yes. Right. So this is teamwork, right? Your doctor is talking to you throughout. There's a lot yes. of feedback, a lot of uh, stuff for you to integrate and yes. understand whilst preparing. We haven't even gotten to birth or labor yet. Yes. I mean, labor yes. or birth yet, right? We're, 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 we're taking our time, man. We're about. Uh, in our second uh, month uh, in this discussion, all right? We haven't gotten anywhere yet. Uh, or that's, I uh, know, that's a bit too fast. But interestingly, <laughs> I know it might derail us a bit, but I wanted to ask, Doc, as a consultant with years of experience alongside your, your late dad as well, I mean, can a woman say, hey, what did you say? Multiple, I'm not having that. I, I don't want that. Um, do you get that kind of a response? Have you ever gotten it? And what would you do with it? I mean, hey, I, I can't... Hey, wait, 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 wait. My budget is this, or my plan was this. Uh, you say I have multiple? Um, this, this is not on. Can you do something for me, Doc? Yeah, I mean, the, the, the responses are varied. Right. You have those that are excited to have twins, Joy. those that are shocked to have twins, right. and those that are completely averse to having twins. Right. Um, and 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 but you need you need to give that information to, right. to the clients. Okay. You need to give them the time to digest the information. You need to get other people involved. Mm -hmm. One of the important things um, I've learned over time is that you need to get other people around the patient or the pregnant mother involved okay. the husband the mom right psychosocial support yeah it depends yeah. on who is coming with her to the clinic you okay. know and they should be part of it you see because sometimes it's a heavy load to carry for the patient and she needs some support she needs right. to you know know where she stands and and where the important people around her stand mm -hmm. you know so it becomes um as you said 
support within her social and psychological right. circle. Yes. Okay. But you haven't had somebody say, no, no, I'm not having this. Uh, can you delete one? Can you make it easier for me? And so on and so forth. You don't get those kinds of responses. No, um, let, this, this, this goes into... A lot of people believe that you can pick and choose and decide that... Oh, it's not that this. simple. It's not right. that simple. Okay. Um, but this discussion actually um, goes more for the IVF multiple pregnancies. Okay, assisted reproduction. Yes. Right. Where you have a situation where you have more than two, mm-hmm. you have three, you have four, you have five, the reality is that when you start having those numbers, your pregnancy is probably not going to get to viability before the pregnancy ends. Okay. And so there is that need at that point to, have that to reduce the number of fetuses that are actually present in the uterus. So okay. that becomes a, a complicated discussion. Okay. And uh, again, uh, uh, it cannot just be had between the obstetrician and the, 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 the right. pregnant mother. It becomes more of okay. other people get involved. Great stuff. This one from Solomon in Medina. Doc, uh, I want you to ask, not a good afternoon, I want you to ask doctor. My wife is four months pregnant and has had hot body temperatures since the first month. I have asked for her to find out from the doctor, but she said she is being attended to by a midwife. Is there a problem or is this normal? So his wife is pregnant. He doesn't suggest or indicate that this is a multiple pregnancy, but he's worried about her body temperature. And he says it is hot or I'll presume high. And he wants this investigated. Um... He asked her to ask her doctor, but he's finding out from her that she's actually being attended to by a midwife. And um, I guess he's listening to us and wondering, uh, is this okay? Oh, I I think a midwife is uh, perfectly capable and licensed to take care of a four-month pregnancy. Okay. And um, there's nothing wrong with her being seen by a midwife throughout her pregnancy, um, depending on what the midwife finds and sees. The midwife knows when she needs to refer her patient to the next level. Right. And she will do so if those things come up. Um, Increased body temperature, she definitely will measure the temperature. And if it's uh, beyond a certain level, she will know what to do. Okay. We know that there's the perception that the pregnant woman is much hotter. Her body is hot. Really? You know, and that's because of the increased progesterone in her system. Okay. And the progesterone causes the blood vessels to dilate in the skin and so there's more blood flowing there right and then that gives you the impression that oh your skin is warm or your skin is hot mm. you know and and we know that that's a normal thing that okay. happens in pregnancy but if we measure the temperature mm-hmm. it will still be within the normal okay solomon i hope that sorts you out and brings down your temperature um it seems quite okay for this to be handled by a midwife uh, as you describe it and doc says the midwife has the requisite training and uh, expertise to refer should anything uh, untoward uh, be happening to your wife and her pregnancy. If you have any questions, concerns, 055-1111-997. Ultimate Health on Joy 99.7 FM. Managing multiple beds. Twins, triplets, and beyond. Uh, Doc always says twins. Uh, uh, we're limiting. But it's just, it's it's just because they're the commonest. They're the commonest. So not that they are common, but they are the commonest among the things we are discussing. The triplets are much fewer. I understand. I understand. My listeners will come in with questions. You see the questions are coming in triples and stuff like that. But very, very interesting. Okay. So we have a lot of vigilance, a lot of monitoring. We say it is high concern. 
very often high risk. Yes. Uh, there's a high potential that you may not go the full term and therefore your baby may be preterm or premature. And uh, these are all issues that your uh, uh, obstetrician gynecologist is well abreast with and will be taking decisions alongside or with your understanding and hopefully input as well along the way. If you have any questions uh, at this point, uh, uh, WhatsApp is 055 I'll activate the phone lines now, 030 2216541030 We're speaking, we are honored to be speaking to Dr. Michael McCarthy of the Sinal Specialist Family Hospital in Tema Community 6. We're looking at managing multiple pregnancies. You have more than one uh, child, or let me say, fetus growing in you, and uh, we're looking to get into the point where you deliver right? Will labor be the same? Uh, who comes first? Uh, are they uh, handing over batons to each other? Uh, I've read fascinating things about how long should it take after you deliver the first one before you, you, you bring out the next one and so on and so forth. Fascinating stuff. Uh, we'll do what we can do today and then I'll go. My usual stuff is to beg Doc in the car park uh, next week. How? Because he's a very prayerful man. He doesn't joke with his Sunday and his church, but he's always here for you and I. So make use of him. Uh, somebody's typing, uh, let me say, viciously. But Doc, so we've understood this, right? Lots of monitoring. Um, over time, okay? Um, I'm tempted to ask. Let me ask this one. Of course, people terminate pregnancies. And we know there's a certain, uh, should I say, age of development of the pregnancy beyond which we do not want to touch it, okay? Uh, there are reasons for which you may abort uh, or terminate a pregnancy. Um, does any of that stuff change because the person may be carrying all the it in the early stages, a multiple pregnancy, these kind of considerations, if there's any reason to terminate? No, it's it's still the same. It's the same. It, yes, it's, it's still the same. So that would have to be at the at the very early stage of the pregnancy. Okay. Yes. All right. So still the same there. Okay. So we're moving along along steadily. Um, I'm still carrying my multiple pregnancies. I'm fine. I'm being monitored. I'm eating what I'm supposed to, and so on and so forth. Um, uh, we talked about what you eat. Uh, I read somewhere, on, unless I'm mistaken, something about weight gain. That is, uh, should I say, supposed to be within is it weight gain or something? Is there anything like that? That is of concern. How much weight or whatever the woman puts on during the period during the pregnancy? Yeah, I mean, weight is extremely important. Mm. Um, it's not. It's not just weight gain. Some people lose weight they during lose pregnancy. Weight too, right? Yes, and 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 as a start, that is a cause for concern it is more normal to gain weight than to reduce weight. So if you are reducing weight in pregnancy, then that calls for us to check your nutrition, what is okay. going on. Maybe you're throwing up a lot. You're not able to eat strong aversions, okay. strong nausea. We have to intervene there. Maybe you're even getting dehydrated. Mm -hmm. And so that would be a sign that we, we need to intervene. Um, but weight weight gain is the more normal part. Okay. But you could also gain excessively. But we know that for twins, you probably will gain more weight okay. uh, overall uh, than for for the singleton at the end. Uh, but if there's a rapid increase in weight from 
the previous visit to the next visit, mm-hmm. then we need to look at other things going on. Are, are we retaining fluid? Okay. Is there an issue of um, um, hypertension coming up and okay. those kind of things? All right. Great stuff. Phone line is active 0302216541. Ultimate Health on Joy 99.7 FM. WhatsApp is 055111997. I do believe we're live and active on Facebook and YouTube. Guest in the studio, Dr. Michael McCarthy. Right. Good afternoon, Norte. Happy Easter. Please ask for me, what are the causes of a baby dying in the womb before or during labor? Ajiman Joseph, Community 9, a.k.a. Ajingo, the man. Um, unless you want him to uh, uh, go through the whole possibility, ra- range of possibilities. Uh, Doc, are we able to say or answer this specifically? Yes, as, yes. So, so, so this is a, a very important question, especially when we are talking about twins, because sometimes okay. we could actually have um, in the multiple gestation, we have one of the babies dying in utero, whereas the okay. second one remains alive, and right. that, that can be a challenge. Yeah. And that can happen very early, mm-hmm. uh, or that that could happen much later in the pregnancy. Right. Um, and so the cause, as he's, he's bringing out, the cause is extremely important. What is the cause? Why is the baby dying? Is it something limited just to the baby or is it for in, in the system of the entire the, 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 the woman's system? Right. Um, if it has... A, so so the causes could be from the baby, mm-hmm. uh, could be from the placenta. Okay. Those are where the issues usually reside. Okay. So if it's from the baby, it could be there's a malformation in the baby. Things are not going well in the way the baby is working with itself. Mm-hmm. in its its body, the cardiac or the blood system or something else, mm-hmm. then you have the situation of the placenta. Maybe the placenta is not functioning properly. Right. There may be a problem with the umbilical cord, which is transporting the nutrients back and forth, or the placenta not being able to function properly. Right. And all these things could actually lead to the, the baby dying. Okay. If it is limited to just one baby, then the other baby is relatively safe. Okay. But if it is something that is could happen to both sides, both of the babies, then we have a problem. Right. More recent, maybe, and maybe this is relevant, is, is to talk about COVID-19. Right. Because we find out that there is an increased risk of intrauterine fetal death with COVID-19 infection. Right. Both an increased risk of miscarriage and an increased risk of intrauterine fetal death. Okay. And now this, both babies here have the, the similar risk because the the mother is being infected and, 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 right. and they are both exposed. And so, in this case, both of them can be uh, affected. Right. Whereas if it is an isolated placental issue or, or just on that side, then maybe just one fetus will be affected. Okie dokie. I have a caller on the line. Hello, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Yes. Where are you calling from in your name? Hello? Hello? Line's a bit bad. I'm basically sorting that out. Um, he'll indicate when that is okay. Let me read a couple of messages whilst he's doing that. Good afternoon, please. What stage? Scroll, scroll, scroll. What stage in pregnancy to finally confirm tra- transverse in pregnancy or prevent it? Oh, you see, you went so far ahead that you're typing right. Uh, what do you con- uh, transverse relates to the position of the fetus? I think so. Right. Think and then secondly, what hear. stage is sex good in pregnancy? Kwame, eh? You, um, the positioning of the baby, do you need a stage? The position of the baby is important. Doc, in sorry, let the caller is back on the line. Hello? Hello. Yes, good afternoon. Your name and where you're calling from, please. Good afternoon, My name is Yvonne. I'm calling from Afenia. Yvonne from Afenia. Yes, please. Please share with us. Okay, Doc. Um, 
is it possible for multiple pregnancies to go unnoticed to labor? That's my number one question. And number two, how early um, or late are you supposed to experience um, the bursting Higgs contraction or whatever it is? Yeah. Okay. So can you guys, uh, uh, the Michael McCarthy's and Co's, can you miss this all the way to, to labor that a woman is carrying multiple pregnancies and you never spotted it till she's about to deliver and then she talks about a, a, a contraction, what time or what stage does it come? Right. Uh, that, that's the important question. Yeah, yes, you, you could actually um, miss a, a multiple pregnancy. Um, all the way through pregnancy. It depends on, on how the patient is being monitored, right. are ultrasounds being done, right. um, who is examining the, the baby sure. and so on, mm. uh, the, the, the pregnancy right. and so on. Okay. Uh, and so um, this can be missed. Okay. But if you do a detailed ultrasound scan, especially early in the pregnancy, you should be able to find the number of fetuses that one is carrying. Okay. And even later on, where it becomes much more complicated, you should still be able to find um, how many fetuses there are, okay. you know. And so it's quite unusual to have a situation where you would have a very good ultrasound scan being done and you would not actually be able to diagnose right. the, 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 the number of babies that are in, in the womb. But it is, it is entirely possible. And in medical literature, you have the, the issue of the retained second twin right. or, you know, you have the, the procedures you have to undergo when you do your first delivery to check and make sure that there is no uh, second baby inside as well. So, okay. All right. those procedures are She talks about a particular, she named the contraction, Yvonne in Afenia. Yes, Yvonne uh, mentioned Braxton Hicks contractions, right. which are painless contractions of the uterus that occur during pregnancy. Okay. You know, then usually they occur uh, as you as you move from 20 weeks onwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people even tell you that they are feeling them much earlier, uh, but it's easier to feel them once the uterus is bigger because you feel the tightness. So, okay. But they are just, let, let's call them practice contractions. All right. You know, where Testing con- mic, one, two. Yes, where the uterus gets hard like a contraction, right. um, but there's actually no pain. There may be that feeling of tightness, but not really pain. Okay, great. So this uh, confirming the position, whether it's transverse, uh, vertex or breach or whatever, uh, that's the question. And it says, what stage can you confirm that and or prevent it? And then secondly, at what stage is sex good? I don't know whether the person is looking for uh, a period or a stage where you would prohibit or discourage sexual intercourse. No, he's saying good. He's not saying dangerous. He's saying good. Good. As in what? I'm not too sure. Maybe enjoyable. Beneficial. um, Or maybe beneficial to the pregnancy. Um, It really depends. I mean, generally, we don't don't, um, prohibit or limit sex sexual intercourse during pregnancy okay for for pregnancies unless there are specific things that are happening and then we will say you should not have sexual intercourse in this pregnancy at okay. this time for so and so duration right could be ruptured membranes could be bleeding could be preterm contractions mm. things like that so then we'll tell you but apart from that you should not um, have any red light happening okay there but we must also take into uh, cognizance whether the mother is comfortable or not right because it's not just a one-sided affair this is quick kwami is asking yes um but we also need to ensure that the pregnant woman is comfortable and maybe, willing maybe his wife is requesting 
Yes, then that's not a problem okay. at all. Once the, the doctor hasn't or the midwife hasn't put any restrictions on them as okay. regards sexual intercourse, there shouldn't be a problem. Right. So if there's offside during pregnancy when it comes to sex or intercourse, the, your doc will in, indicate if, if you're arguing about it at home, just ask your doc and um, he has the, uh, the red card and the yellow card. What causes some women to crave more sex during pregnancy? Uh-huh. Dede has arrived. Dede, we greet you. Uh, some like women <laughs> to crave more sex during pregnancy. Emphasis on some women. Is there anything like that? Well, yes. I, I mean, we we are all different people, and some people may may um, have different feelings at different times. Um, and uh, pregnancy is a good time to have um, increased um, libido because there it is more hormones going on. There's more right. blood flow right to the genitalia. So why not? And if if uh, there's also more attention by the husband and so on, there, there may be more interest okay. and desire in uh, sexual intercourse. But also it goes the, totally the other way where a number of women are totally averse to sexual They're intercourse off. during pregnancy. So okay. it really depends on also the design the will of the of the, of the woman as okay well. right very important greetings mr not edward and dr michael mccarthy and ultimate health team please what are the effects of pregnancy induced hypertension on babies and mother thank you and god bless pass solo in sunyain um Another whole topic in itself, but uh, your comments. Yes, again, I mean, we. Are, I'm sure he's he's asking this question in 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 the context of our discussion on multiple pregnancy mm. about um, pregnancy-induced hypertension. It is more common in uh, multiple pregnancies. Right. So multiple pregnancies are more. You mentioned that earlier, yeah. Of getting a pregnancy-induced hypertension with all its complications, all its problems, <laughs> maybe even double the problems okay. because now you have two placentas that could have abruption and so right. on. So, so, so bigger problems here. Hmm. Already you are, you are getting a swelling because of the increased uh, load that one is carrying and the pregnancy-induced hypertension comes in to, to make that swelling worse. And, um, and so it becomes a much bigger problem okay. in pregnancy than if it was a, a singleton. And so, yes, drawing our attention to this, that monitoring of the blood pressure is probably exceptionally important mm. in the multiple gestation, uh, even more so as compared to the okay. single, though both are extremely important. Pasolo, you're spot on, right? Okay, yes. as important as weight gain is in pregnancy, uh, in our part of the world, is it not mostly due to the high-carbohydrate foods we eat? Excellent diet question again. Um, so we Jesse, are not sorry, only Jesse. Jesse in Sakumono sent that. Right? Jesse, yeah, Jesse. Yeah. We, we are not only looking at uh, weight gain. We are looking at quality as well, because the fetuses require protein. They require lipids. That's fat. They require the vitamins and so on. Mm-hmm. And so the diet should not just be carbohydrate. Okay. We are also looking at increasing protein. Mm-hmm. And and so the diet must look at increasing protein. It could be plant protein, animal protein, mixture of it. Right. You know, and then of course the vitamins are extremely important. Uh, supplementation with iron is also important. Right. So I'm I'm happy that uh, the people are understanding now yeah, that, where? What, that what is what is going in in terms of the diet is important okay. and and of course more so with multiple pregnancies great yes. all right uh food we eat uh does it have any uh impact or effects on multiple pregnancy i think we've covered that yes i mean like like Hayford i just said that's natural. extremely important yeah. yeah the diet is extremely to the point where the dietitian must come in okie dokie yes. please what causes pain in the legs during pregnancy or is there muscle pull in pregnancy yes Thanks. the muscle pulls in pregnancy right. um 
Uh, shout out to all the women who get the muscle pull during pregnancy. It's a right. challenge. Okay. And it's very uncomfortable mm-hmm. and it's, it's very uh, um, um, challenging. So, so some um, increasing your activity during the day, okay. some physiotherapy exercises mm-hmm. during, during the daytime, uh, uh, during the, the time just before bed can actually help to reduce or eliminate some of these uh, cramps, especially those are okay at night. Okie dokie. Uh, about nine minutes to touch down or touch out time on Ultimate Health. Join 99.7 FM. We're still managing multiple births, twins, triplets, and beyond with Dr. Michael McCarthy of the Sinal Specialist Family Hospital in Tema Community 6. Any questions, concerns, you can squeeze them in on WhatsApp 055-111-997. We're live on Facebook and YouTube and you can call us in the studio direct 030-221-6541. You might just make it. We've got about nine minutes to go. Right. So we've understood all of these things. Um, in the build-up or the prep to, uh, should I say, subsequent labor or... Uh, Yes, subsequent labor and so on and so forth. Is there anything else that uh, is significant or of concern that I may not have asked? You know, we are talking about managing uh, labor and delivery, but we've been building up steadily. Is there anything that we've left out that maybe we, we need to talk about? Yes, yes, yes. So, so, so a major part of the antenatal period mm-hmm. really um, has, has also to do with Planning the delivery. Uh-huh. Planning for the delivery. Right. What is going to happen? How are we going to deliver? What is our plan? What is the safest way to deliver? When should we deliver? Right. And yes, the medical people, we have our our opinion mm-hmm. on what we should we should do. Okay. But a lot of it also lies with the, the couple, the, right. the, the 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 pregnant woman and her husband, and what are their desires as well. And so planning how the delivery should be because you want to have a safe delivery right and 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 for twins or other forms of multiple gestation you need to plan the delivery even more carefully right because now you have to consider the the, the two babies concerned plus the mother and all the other obstetric factors okay. as well so planning there is planning right you've brought up the, the, the things i'd i'd put down in my mind before the program. Planning was something I found very fascinating, right? I discovered something called uh, vaginal birth after cesarean, right? And so on, many other things, right? I was fascinated because, uh, listeners, you may think that, okay, everything's going to happen vaginally, right? If there's such a word. It sounds awkward in my mouth now, right? But if, (laughs) you know, you have multiple pregnancies, is it expected that you do all this by pushing through uh, the exit doors, right? As so to speak, right? Or is there a higher or a heightened likelihood that there may need to be an intervention or a cesarean and so on and so forth, right? And there were a whole list of considerations that uh, influence and determine the planning of the birth and the yes, delivery, exactly, exactly. right? And who should be there and what is needed yes. and so on and so forth, right? And I had this in my head and I forget, I'm glad you brought it up, Doc. So these kinds of things. So a doctor might decide based on all the evidence available that this has to be done this way, right? Yes. And you're suggesting to me that you need to consult with the couple as well, yes. So that there's some uh, agreement 
as to why we are going this way or that the, way. the couple must always be on board with with your plan right you know if you have a plan and the couple is not happy with your plan it's not on board with your plan sure. it's a recipe for problems right <laughs> so you need to find ways okay to get the couple to you know buy into the plan and cooperate with the plan gosh we've got work to do uh, yes. We should have left it here and done something else. But we said we're doing bad. So, yeah, we've got about five minutes more. Hello, Norte. Can the umbilical cord cause harm to the baby, to a baby? Our baby stopped kicking one morning and we hurried to the clinic to check. The nurse said all is well, but we have to follow up or we followed up to a different hospital the following day only to be told that there is no heartbeat. Oh, dear. And that the umbilical cord has uh, tied uh, around the baby's neck, I think uh, we lost the baby. My 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 condolences, Ernest, yeah. uh, in yeah. Abeka. Yeah. Right. So he's trying to find out: uh, is this a big problem? They responded to it, went to hospital, and they were told things were a okay, but it turned out not to be so, and they lost the pregnancy or they lost the baby. Yeah, this this is a very sad one. My my condolences to Ernest of Abeka. Right. Um, and this is a very distressing situation, mm-hmm. um, um, and and one would wish that, I mean, this would not even happen. Right. But but it did happen, and that's because we have um, some challenges with the umbilical cord. Sometimes, right. There may be actually a knot in the umbilical cord, and mm-hmm. that could be a problem, or it could be wound tightly around the body part. It could be around the neck. It could be around the leg or the arm. Right. And that can give a problem. Right, you know, and um, um, this is typically what happens. The baby is fine for a while, and then at a point, can change. There is a problem, right? And then you go into see that umbilical cord. It's not a very common issue mm-hmm. for it to be the umbilical cord, but that could be a point where the problems come. And that's why we've been emphasizing good, good, good monitoring of this pregnancy. Yes, this one too is a challenge, mm-hmm. uh, Norte, because this happens. This was described to be happening outside of labor. Okay. It was just a normal day in the in in the life of the pregnant woman, and then right. this happens, and that becomes very difficult to preempt mm-hmm. because of the the sudden nature. So you may have had uh, an ultrasound or any image. Everything would have been normal. Everything and was then, fine, and then shortly after, things go haywire. So wow. That yeah, and, wow. and and that's a very sad and, and okay, difficult one. Right. Yes. Is pregnancy induced high blood pressure the same as preeclampsia? I had a friend who had to be induced to deliver at twenty five weeks due to that. Had it's deadly. This is from the day in Maryland. It is deadly. I mean, um, 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 preeclampsia, which is high blood pressure in pregnancy with some yeah. features, is deadly. I mean, it can it can be deadly for the the fetus or the baby. It can be deadly for the mother. Mm. And so sometimes, especially in this case, as she mentioned, the baby had to be delivered at 25 weeks. Right. Not a 25 weeks is a very, very small baby. Right. And the chances of survival are actually very low. Yeah. And so um, having to end the pregnancy at that point um, means that the woman was really in danger. Right. From the disease that they did mention. Okie dokie. We're almost out of time. So, uh, Ultimate Health. So, what happens in the districts and rural areas where ultrasounds are not available? Are the risks higher for multiple pregnancies or the gynecologist is taught how to cope in the absence of the sophisticated equipment? This is from Na Inosu. Yeah, very good question. Um, 
And so, so Ghana Health Service does a great job in ensuring that a lot of these things are available as far as possible. Also, um, she mentioned qualified personnel, midwives, doctors, and obstetricians are able to diagnose uh, multiple pregnancies um, without the use of an ultrasound. Of course, the ultrasound becomes much more accurate, much more earlier, and um, also is able to delineate what the issue is. But it's not only the high tech that helps. There are other ways to diagnose um, um, a multiple gestation or multiple pregnancy. Okay. And um, that can still be done, yes. All right. So, um, we're, we're out of time. But, Doc, uh, there's a lot we need to talk about, right? Yeah, uh, we still need to talk about delivery. So, how do we deliver these babies? How do we deliver these babies? <laughs> um, this is not something you do uh, or give to DHL, right? Delivered by hands and legs, right? There's a lot that goes into this. And a lot, yes, a whole lot. that can also uh, put a spanner in the planned delivery yeah right exactly. and there's all sorts of things whether you have resuscitation whether you have blood whether you have this and that and that and that and i'm sitting here as a, a, a layman lame presenter but i've got headaches already so you know when you can uh, predict the kind of stuff doc mccarthy and his uh, multidisciplinary uh, colleagues have to